You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. The housing crisis here in Newcastle is especially dire at the moment, with one third more at risk than ever before. Experts say that the demand for housing and homeless services in Newcastle has reached crisis point, increasing by a third when compared to pre-pandemic levels. In the past 12 months alone, the number of people at risk of losing their homes and seeking legal aid New South Wales assistance across the state has risen by more than 53%. That is an incredible figure. Joining me on the line now from Legal Aid New South Wales, it is Senior Solicitor Natalie Bradshaw. Good morning. Thanks, Natalie. Morning, Tracy. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Now, these are really scary statistics, aren't they? Yeah. The demand is higher than we've ever experienced, and that's across the whole time that I've been specialising as a housing solicitor, and we're seeing it really, really, um, the increase is so high in the regions, and Newcastle is not immune to that. What are you putting this down to? Is it uh, that there's not enough support out there to keep people in their houses? Is there not enough housing stock? What are you putting all of this down to? Well, the issues are complex. You've probably mentioned too that are really uh, important, but a recent report showed exactly that, that people are not receiving the support they need to avoid homelessness or the support they need to re-enter the housing market. And that's where legal services and legal aid tries to fill those gaps. And we work really closely with other services that are helping clients who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. So definitely the support that people need to retain their housing, um, which is so important at the moment because finding a rental is harder than it's ever been. It is just horrendous. You know, there's a 1% vacancy rate here in uh, in Newcastle. The prices are going through the roof. Um, you know, all of the power is sitting with the landlord and the tenant just virtually has no power whatsoever. Are you seeing an increase in uh, in people coming to you saying, I'm having this issue with my landlord or I'm having that issue with my, with my mortgage broker? Are you finding there the kinds of things people are coming to you with? Absolutely. We assist... Um we primarily assist tenants and for the first time ever we're seeing such an increase in people in the private rental market coming and seeking legal advice, sometimes for the first time um, because of their, because their housing's at risk and they have legal issues that have arisen um, that put their housing at risk. So we're definitely giving more advice to everyone, seeing a lot more tenants from the private rental market that have not come to us before. Um, but you're right, with that power imbalance um, and the cost of living is just so high those low vacancy rates um, just put so much pressure on people trying to find a house and in addition to private tenants who are coming to us for the first time the pressure on families and people who were already experiencing such hardship who have any kind of stresses in their life already um, whether that's children or themselves with disabilities or mental health issues um, families escaping domestic and family violence so people who have added pressures um, who couldn't access housing before are also just being squeezed and finding it impossible to find safe and secure housing for them and their families. What are some of the things that uh, that tenants are taking landlords to uh, to court over? What kind of, uh, of situations are you finding? So it's varied, but we often see where housing's at risk, we often see that it, um, there's an increase of landlords um, taking tenants to the tribunal, um, and a lot of that is 
a lot of that can be due to just unaffordability, so they're unable to pay their rent or if they go through a hard time financially. Financial hardship is probably one of the key factors for clients who are going to the tribunal for termination, and it's one of the highest applications that landlords make, termination for rent Mm -hmm. arrears. So that just shows you the financial hardship our clients are under um, and just how stretched they are and then people who can't access mainstream lending um, are often paying much higher interest rates on loans just to put food on the table. So that's probably the leading or the key area where we're seeing people coming in asking for advice about what they can do to retain their housing, to stay in their property if they're experiencing financial hardship. And that's a chance for us to have a look with that client, have a look at what is happening in their lives They often present with other civil law issues that we can help them with or we can refer them to other places that can support them or financial counsellors because the most important thing is trying to keep people in their homes. It really is a vicious circle, isn't it? But you need to reach out for help before it gets to that that absolute homeless stage. You know, it's, it's about reaching out for help. Yes, we would love it if there was um, clients coming to us earlier. But, you know, that's just the thing. People, um, people's lives are so complicated at the moment and there are so many stresses that it really is one of those things that um, people come to us um, and they are in crisis. Um, but early intervention, you're 100% right, early intervention would be much preferable you know, that'd be preferable. Mm. Um, but, you know, like the report um, suggested, um, there's just not enough support services um, across the board um, to help people before um, they reach those crisis points sometimes. So what is the solution? Is it is it putting more community help behind these people? Is it getting more, more housing stock? Is it getting trying to get the prices down? What's the solution to this problem? Because it's not going away. No, it's probably a combination of all of those things. Um, where we see providing solution is is really trying to get services out to people, trying to connect people with services so that we can make sure that we help people where we can to um, resolve those legal issues so they can retain their housing. Um, and for people who are experiencing homelessness, Sometimes the best we can do is put them in a position to get them back on a path to re-enter housing. Um, But it is a complex issue. There's not an easy answer to that question. It's more than just legal services, clearly. Mm. Um, But it's... But that's probably it. There's lots of pieces of this puzzle and, you know, we do have to work together to try and assist people who are experiencing such hardship at the moment. Obviously, uh, you know, regional New South Wales really suffers uh, always bigger than the, than yeah. the big metros. There's always never enough services here. Yeah. That's obviously something that this report highlights. Yes, absolutely. Even, again, across the board, um, there just aren't enough services in the regions. You're 100% right. And with COVID, people's ability to access services was reduced even more. And to be honest, that even things like that have impacted housing in terms of people's um, health and mental health and ability to access other services that they normally would be engaged with. Um, 
So you're right. It's definitely something that impacts the regions um, across the board. No matter what type of services you're looking at, there are fewer services available in the regions. It's a really tough one. And when uh, yeah. when we've got Legal Aid New South Wales calling for more support services, um, it really does need someone to stand up and, and really listen to, to what's going on because South ha- safe housing, you know, it based, it is a fundamental human right. There is it, We all deserve to have somewhere safe to live. Absolutely. And it impacts, I mean, really, this is something we can all relate to. It impacts every facet of your life from going to work, having somewhere safe to put your head at night, your kids going to school, whatever it is, it's it's the keystone, it's the cornerstone of um, every part of our lives so that we can be safe and we can just, and our family can live the best life that they can. It's it's just part of every, it's just part of, it's essential to that. It must be tough. You know, you're, you're getting people at their lowest, you know, mm-hmm. that they need their most help, they're at their most vulnerable. It must be tough at times to uh, to deal with some of these cases coming across your desk. Oh, it's, it's, it is. I've worked in housing for a very long time and this is probably, um, it's probably one of the most difficult times in terms of working in this sector in that, um the high volume of, mm-hmm. of clients that we see coming in. So it's, it does feel like um, there's just such a high demand. There's an unmet demand for services. So that's, that's really difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is fundamental to people's lives. So, of course, we want to make a difference. Of course, we want to help people who come through our doors. Mm-hmm. And look, you know, we, that's not even, we haven't even discussed domestic violence. Uh, you know, we haven't even gone down any of those paths yet because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's all a rich tapestry of, uh, of this horrible situation we're in at the moment. Absolutely. And I mean, that's something that's key. Again, in the regions, um, because we're a statewide service, provider statewide service, this is not unique to Newcastle. It is something that we know is an issue in the regions um, where there's just not enough accommodation. There's not enough options um, for victims and survivors fleeing and escaping domestic and family violence. And if people are left with no options, that means we're just not providing them with a safe option. And um, unfortunately, um, financial hardship is a key factor um, in and housing and housing children, especially in whether people are able to leave violent and um, violent situations and and escape to and have safe housing. So. Um, this is something that is in dire, um, it's a dire issue in the region mm. particularly um, and there are just not enough options to ensure that everyone can be kept safe. It's got to be an important issue, as I said, for, for Legal Aid New South Wales to put their uh, put their hand up and say, hey, we've got some issues here. Absolutely. It's, I mean, we have really no, I mean, with these figures, of course, we're going to notice the demand on our service because it just means that civil lawyers across the state are doing more housing work than ever. Essentially, it's um, it's it's just so significant that it's one of the top legal issues that legal aid lawyers are assisting people with at the moment. Um, we've just never we feel the impact. We see it across the board. We are all experiencing the higher demand for services um, to levels we've never seen before. 
That is just mind blowing. It really is. Look, congratulations on uh, on getting it out into the uh, into the public to to have it be debated. Because if we keep it behind closed doors, no one's going to know about it, and you, uh, it's time to shout and scream about it. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate your time and for the chance to speak about this a little bit more. Thank you. My pleasure. Stay safe. Thank you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Tracy. That is Natalie Bradshaw, who is uh, Legal Aid New South Wales Senior Solicitor, and it is quite disturbing that uh, Newcastle housing crisis is especially dire, according to Legal Aid New South Wales. And when we have organisations like that speaking out about the issues around housing, we know that there are some serious issues and uh, somebody needs to put their hand up whether it's state or federal, somebody has to put their hand up and do something about this and do something very, very soon. Newcastle in the Morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the Morning. Morning, weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.